Crystal Things, the podcast where we are on some manifest your life, shift your mind, and raise the consciousness type of shit. I am Christy. And I am Mia. And you can consider us your spiritual girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. Hey. Ooh, child. Okay, before we get into this recording tonight, which, by the way, is on the blue the moon. super full blue moon. It is so beautiful. Oh my goodness, y'all! I feel like—I mean, seriously—I feel like I—I I, I got a little. Mia's drunk in love right now. Yes, it, that energy. Oh my goodness, y'all! I'm gonna post some, the pictures that I took off of uh, Christie's roof. They were amazing. Like, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, so before I, uh, we go into our episode, I want to just remind you guys to check out our women's retreat. Mm-hmm. We have some spots left. It is September 22nd through the 24th. Yep. Um, go to our, our website, Two Queens and Crystal Things, and check it out. Register for this event. It's all women. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a goddess awaken and activate event. And I am so looking forward to this. This is, it's time for us to, you know, connect with our community. It is. Build our tribe and, you know. And get Move your seats while you can. The consciousness type of shit. We've been talking yep. about for a long time. So anyway. Get your tickets at this price while you can because they're not going to. Future retreats will not be at this no, price. This is jam-packed. This is jam-packed with some. But uh, in, in, a love, in a not jam-packed where you're running around, but I mean just energetically, we're going to have us a good time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So last week we did a series on soul contracts. Uh, we started one, and so you know, just in case you guys remind you, soul contracts are agreements that we make with other souls before we incarnate here on Earth, mm-hmm. um, in order to support our spiritual growth, help us on our journey, help us in our process. Something that we came together and agreed to do for each other. Okay, so last week, um, which was part one, we talked about the karmic relationships. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, about karmic relationships. So a karmic soul contract, to recap, is a soul agreement that involves unfinished business from past lives. And for whatever the reason, the relationship that it um, had in that past, our carnation carries some unfinished business and uh, some unresolved issues. So there's something that needs to be resolved there. So there's probably, this is a more of a triggering situation, right? So um, River and your neighbor... I think they have some unresolved business. <laughs> oh, you know what? Might, you might be right. I'm going to let Mia share this story about her cat, and then we're going to move into part two of today's episode. But yeah, man, my cat is so petty. So I, so where I live, um, it's like a, a community, like a little um, duplex. It's kind of, everyone kind of faces each, uh, each other, and we have this beautiful courtyard, trees. It's really beautiful. So... My cat goes out there, minds his business, and has a good time. Now, most people in the community love him. They'll text him like, oh, River's over here. Is it okay if I let River in? It's fine. Well, there's one woman who is terrified of cats. So all of a sudden, every time River gets out the dang on house, he goes straight to this woman's damn front. (laughs) Every single Fucking time. 
Now he knows. So this mm-hmm. woman is terrified. She's emailing the board, y'all. It was a thing. He was like, on the had, agenda. Nigga, they had Exhibit A picture of my baby <laughs> in the board meeting. I was looking, dude. I was looking at River like you raggedy. <laughs> like, come on, dude. So, yeah. And I keep asking on my like, Riv, why of all the places to go? And like, you know what I mean? Like, he has some unfinished business. He got, he got, this is a karmic relationship. I mean, it's a thing. I can't believe he keeps going over there because I know he knows. That's the thing. And he, he doesn't meow. He just sits there in front of her door. Petty boots. Okay, anyway, Christy, go ahead. Sorry, y'all. No, I thought it was really funny because it just reminded me of, you There's know. There's a karma. <laughs> right, like, he, I'm like, there must be something about that. Either that or he was like, you know what? I remember you from my last lifetime. I didn't like the way you treated me. So you know what? <laughs> Payback. There's a reason she's terrified of cats because right. she knows she got it coming. Right. <laughs> she, her, her, her soul remembers what she did last time. <laughs> Unfinished business. So oh today, goodness, so today for part two of our soul contract series, we are going to discuss soulmates. Mm. And when most people think about soulmates, they like to think about their ideal romantic partner. You know, the type of person, that mm. one person on this earth mm. who you are meant to love. You know, it's like you have this, right, like you have this piece kind of carved out and the other person has that piece (laughs) carved into them and you get together. It's like a puzzle piece. That is your soul contract, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So that definition of soulmate. (laughs) Be careful. You can't, you can't die before the retreat. Um. But so the definition of a soulmate, I think a lot of people, six minutes. So a lot of people have a tendency to think that, you know, they think about the soulmate incorrectly. And I think it also, that perspective is pretty limiting. And it's honestly, it's bigger and much simpler than that. Soulmates are basically, those are the people in your lives who we connect to on a deep and spiritual level. It can be a platonic relationship it can be a romantic relationship you can have multiple soulmates not just like one special one but i will i will admit that my current relationship he's my soulmate Mm. i I felt that there's like this i mean we can talk about it later but there's just this sense of like this familiar spirit like i know you Mm. i know you that okay so that is one of the main way that you know someone is a soulmate and again it doesn't not it does not it is not limited to a romantic relationship mm-hmm. this can be like seriously like i'm like brothers and sisters or two sisters like this is my soulmate you know what i mean like people yeah. can it can come in any way right um hmm. that's interesting i just realized i i feel like jay might be my soulmate a smoke a soulmate hmm well, I kind of think that well, our, I know her, <laughs> but I kind of feel like our children are. Really? I don't, I don't know. Really? I don't think everybody's children is their soulmate. Hmm. I, I don't, you Cause know Kai, I mean? like with my, with my daughter, I feel like in another lifetime, she's been my mom. See, yeah, I don't think other people, you know what I mean? I, I don't think it's. 
So you don't think that's the same for everyone? Nope. Interesting. What do you all think? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And you, if you think about it from the perspective of a, of a deep connection as mm-hmm. opposed to just romantic, romantically. Mm-hmm. So there's a deep connection. Like or even like the sexual I attraction too. Know you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the soulmate attraction or that energy that comes with the soulmate, it even goes beyond the physical attraction. It's like, you know, I like I know you. No, yes. It's it's it to me this it's like the, the an essence. It's like my mm-hmm. it's like not only do I know you, like my spirit knows you. And so <clears throat> You know, this is this is more of the enlightening side. When we talked about the karmic relationships, if you didn't, um, if you haven't listened to the to that last episode, take um, go listen, take a peek at it. Um, whereas the karmic relationships are triggering, um, and induce in trauma inducing. This is euphoria, euphoria highness remembrance it can be grounded like this is for the most part feels really good mm-hmm. it's not up down up down up down it's cloud nine floaty i feel like it's more balanced too like those relationships are more balanced mm. you know and then even if you do come across some issues or some challenges it's like okay you work through them it's like, mm-hmm. all right next Whereas I feel like twin flames, um, and I'm just basing this off of yeah. my experience, but you know, twin flames is like up and down and yes. up and it's just all over the place. I feel like soulmates, you do, you, not to say that every relationship like is that. perfect, but I do feel like it's more balanced for me. I like that. For I me. think that's a, that's a great way to describe it. it I, I, that twin flame relationships are definitely... It'll break you. Uh, up and down, mm-hmm. up and down, up and down. And by the way, that's going to be part three in the mm-hmm. series, you guys. Um, are definitely up and down, up and down. This is does feel more constant. I like that. Is it? Um, it feels easier. Yeah. You know, more palatable. You know, especially when you're dealing with um, challenges in the relationship. It's mm-hmm. like twin flame. It's like, will we ever get over this? But then soulmate, okay, no, we can get through this because we it's are. It's right. It's this. Yeah. This is nothing. Yeah. We can get the through this. The ups and downs aren't as tragic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On on the upside or the downside. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's much better. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I would say it's a smoother ride. Yeah. Um. So think about it, you guys. Remember, we're talking about different types of soul contracts. So, you know, that can they can be what we would call positive or negative. Mm-hmm. So regardless, we go into these soul contracts for the purpose of our own growth and expansion. For, our, for whatever it is that we came to learn in this wonderful school... <laughs> And whether we come to remember or experience about ourselves, we made a contract with 
these people, these souls in our spiritual form before we arrive in this avatar mm. to awaken each other in a way. And remember, it's about in, in the intention. Your contract is not how you're going to do it. So that's why you have different type of soul contracts. Mm-hmm. So depending on what, how, how deep you need it, how hard you need it, whatever it comes into your life. And the reason I'm saying this, you guys, is because when you think of it like that, everything that has happened to you is for your greatest good. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. This actually just came through <clears throat> for me. Because I'm always, at one point, I think, like in the start of my, in the beginning of my spiritual journey, which I really don't like using that term, but I'm just going to use it. I feel like I was really, I was a little obsessed with, you know, soul, soul, um, soul, con- soulmates, mm-hmm. twin flames, all of that stuff. And then I finally just realized there's something to learn out of every relationship that we have. But one of the things that my guys just showed me and one, and I actually, I want to just get your opinion on is like twin flames it so both let both allow you to expand twin flame relationships you expand through like passion trauma um it's like heat and fire you mm-hmm. know but soul mates you expand through love and through awareness and through like understanding and i, I feel like soulmate is more flow yeah there you go. I feel like a soulmate, if I could put an element to it, soulmate to me feels like water. Water. And yes. And twin flame is fire. It's in the name, you know? <laughs> so, but, and I'm not, I, yeah, I like, I like that um, description. Yeah, that makes sense, though. Soulmates, it's flowy like the water. Exactly. Mm. Right? Right. So, I mean, as I was saying, so spiritually, soulmates can, they play a major role in your development, in your expansion, in your growth, in your learning of who you are. And it's possible, like we mentioned earlier, soulmates can be platonic, romantic, sexual in nature, but you can also have multiple soulmates. So there's not just one. Exactly. And I think that's the one thing that we need to really make sure that we emphasize, because I think a lot of... um, you know, discussion online, they like to make you think that there's only one soulmate. There's that one person. I do feel like there is like this, you do have like these connections with people that might be stronger than others, but there's not just one soulmate. I mean, Christy, think about it. To me, it kind of relieves the pressure a little bit so that people aren't out here trying to find the one soul in 8 billion Mm -hmm. on earth that connects with me to know that I have several soulmates. Right. I can feel flow in my life mm-hmm. in different forms. I feel like that kind of released the pressure a little bit. Yeah. Um, so there are different types of soulmates. So, you know, soulmate relationships. Because, mm-hmm. you know, so we're going to kind of break down or just at least break down a little bit and talk about the different types of soulmates. And, and, you know, how they would look in your lives, how they show up in your lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was preparing for this episode, I started thinking about um, 
people in my life who even even if we're not in relationship at this um you know we're not in relationship like say it's like an ex or you know an old friend or something I started thinking about people who I didn't realize but now that because I was thinking about this that like a couple of these people were soulmates when I when I think about how can I identify who was a soulmate and, and when I look back on something is the trajectory of my life changed there's something that changed if I had not had this experience with you this I mean it's an obvious big like you showed me something about mm. myself or you made me feel something or like you that. know what I mean so I think um it just made me really grateful like man I've I had some dope ass soulmates to really help me see myself. Mm-hmm. So, which brings up our first one, which is that soulmates um, who are friends. Um, yep. So look, yeah, you are. If you are lucky enough to have experienced a friend who is also a soulmate in this lifetime, man, okay, this is this is like that. Not your best friend, your bestest, dudest friend like that one friend or per- this is that feel like relationship the one, like the change of life you know what I mean or even the relationships where you don't have to talk to them every day no but then oh when goodness. you see them it's like you picked up from the same place you know I think when I think about like friendships for some reason like soulmate friendships I think about like the kid who felt different and awkward until they met this one person and then they had someone like them. Like, you know what I mean? And if and it felt easy. It's like, it's almost like one of those like rom-com <laughs> type of like kids just really like, oh my goodness, there's like everybody makes fun of me for like an anime. I don't know, I'm just making up something. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you find that one person who you guys like the same things. Um, so this is kind of like, that so a a best friend who's um a non soulmate you guys connect because you have di- similar personalities and tastes whereas that might be how you attracted somebody but when it's a soulmate that's a friend you guys have similar dreams values and ambitions mm-hmm. there is an alikeness spiritually there are things that you don't have to say. You know, what's known doesn't have to be <laughs> explained very much, you know. So when you think about what type of soul contract you, you know, why would, why, so Chrissy, why do you think you would, what type of soul contract you would have with a soulmate that's a friend? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I was just thinking about that. So honestly, I feel like soulmates who are friends are the type of friends who support you and who are ride or die, who cheer you on, mm-hmm. who push you to be your best self, <clears throat> who understand your weaknesses but help you to get over them, who see the the best version of you and help you to get there. Like I feel like those are the types of friends. You know, and who are soulmates. So I feel like be like what say you? So I remember so soul contracts are based on the intention of what you came to learn, not how you're gonna learn it. So 
I feel like when I think about friends, soulmates, it's like I needed to feel like I belong. I needed to see myself. I needed to see how funny I am, how cute I am. How, because you see, like, that type of best friend is, like, the best parts of me, I can actually see them playing out loud mm-hmm. in front of me. And it, it makes me feel like I belong. But I, you know, because sometimes in this journey, you guys, it feels so alone when you're trying to discover the uniqueness of who you are. Yeah. And get to just that special place that, you know, that special place where you're like, oh, this, this is me. This this is, okay, I get it. And sometimes we need to be able to be shown that we're not alone, that there's a, there is a, a reason and a space for ourselves. Like, I feel like, I almost feel like best friends who are soulmates are like our oasis in this journey. Like, I just need a minute to, and it's like, oh, my God, right here is so easy, and this feels so good, and it fills me up, and it makes me remember, like, you know, I'm good. Yeah. That's, to me, is how I feel like, like, what a best, you know what I mean? Like, that intention of what, like, a, a, a best friend who is, like, a soulmate. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like those I'm relationships... Not I'm not going to let you fail, baby. I got you. Mm-hmm. I don't care how, you know what I mean? I got to keep it funky with you. It's like, I can, they can, they can, you know, show, but you can see the best in you through them. Mm-hmm. I think they're, to me, they feel very, <laughs> very nurturing oh. too. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So that's soulmates who are friends. Let's talk yep. about soulmates who are guides or teachers. Yes. And so these soulmates are here to help us. Ooh, yep. Help us <laughs> learn lessons and guide us on our path. And I actually, she's the one that taught. She's the one that taught me this, Noah. Um, but so our soulmates who are guides or teachers, they can also be physical or spiritual soulmates, and mm-hmm. they can come in the form of actual teachers or family friends, frenemies, etc. Um, so the woman that I go to that I've been seeing actually since like 2005, she, I would see her for energy work. She would always like towards the, I would say towards the end of my, towards the end of the beginning of my spiritual awakening. She was like, Christy, why are you doing this to yourself? And I, it kind of explained to her. And then we had this conversation about soulmates and she was, I mean, she just, she taught me a lot. And she said, Christy, they got that wrong. Soulmates. It's not just one person. Mm -hmm. It's I'm your soulmate. You know, Mm -hmm. your friends are your soulmate. People who are a part of your life, who are an important integral part of your life. Those are your soulmates. And of course, from each relationship, we, we learn something from them. Do you have a guide or like a teacher that was a soulmate for you? Mm. Spiritually. <laughs> right. No, I'm I think several. Um <clears throat> the interesting thing is I don't think um they necessarily came in the form of I am your teacher. Um knowing me. Um, <laughs> I'm, 
I probably wouldn't have gotten the lesson at that time. If I thought somebody was coming to tell me, like, you know, first of all, I didn't ask you. Run along. You know, <laughs> so so when I um in hindsight, it's a little comical to me because it's like, you know, I knew myself when I set this up and I knew what type of personality that I would have. But when I look at so many of my friendships that I would consider to be soulmates, they are probably I have I have more on the teacher guides of people friends, but mm. not, I'm just, I'm telling you that this is what I am. But mm. when I look back, it's like, damn, you did that, you know? I, I, I'm starting, and I also think, um, I got to a certain point where I'm, I started really looking at all of my relationships and, and, and instead of looking at it from whether it was all positive or negative experience, look at who I became from that relationship. Mm, that's actually a really good, that's a good point. It's time. So when you look at who, who you are, because of the relationships that you've had, whether or not you look at them as a positive or negative experience, and you look at it from the perspective of how have I expanded because of this relationship, all of them are good. Yeah. And I think that's also important. Again, we talk about mastery of self all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the focal points of our retreat is to awaken and activate that parts of our, you know, that part of ourselves. But I think once you really start to understand who you are, then you'll start to be more aware and more conscious of how the way that you interact with other people, how that influences you, mm-hmm. how that makes you feel. If that makes you like, does that expand you as a spiritual being? Does that allow you to grow? Does that make you feel safe and secure to explore different areas you know like you'll start to pick those things up you'll start to realize like oh okay this person really allows me to explore who I am they accept me for who I am I can be my true authentic self I think Mm -hmm. that's another thing with being with someone who's like a soulmate you are free to be you you are free to be yourself no judgment and as a matter of fact it feels best to be Mm -hmm. you know if it Silly, Almost like goofy. you can't, you can't, you can't not be. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, another type of soulmate mm. is um, wow. companions. Well, you know, and okay, let's just say <laughs> this is what this is closest to what most people think soulmates are. Mm-hmm. You know. This soulmate um, sees you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably more of what I, you know, of this romantic attraction magnet. Um, I feel like in other type of soul contract relationships that are romantic, this one is um, what where where that is. But there's like this chaser runner dynamic in these type and those type of relationships because they're they're triggering. This is this person sees you 
And sometimes and before you can you. see yourself. And feels you. Like, I mean, when I say sees you, like, they see that there is an adoration. There is a, oh my goodness, you can't see how beautiful, how wonderful you are. They under, it's that they just get you. And whatever it is that you got going on, that they get, they want all of it. <laughs> and it feels very good. This is more of like a euphoric thing to me. You know what I mean? So sometimes it can get a little too high. <laughs> but um, this is the type of love you feel. With, um, this is more uplifting. Mm-hmm. This is harmony. This is, you know, one band, one sound. <laughs> um, so if I think about the intention of a, this a soulmate, like, you know, like the romantically, it is... To you intended to know what it feels like to be loved and seen. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. You guys, like, it's amazing mm. to me how we have to, some of us, including myself, have to work so hard to understand, to receive and something that we want so bad. But it's like you're imbalanced when you only know how to give. That's not a badge of honor. You unbalanced, goofy ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is me talking to myself. Like, seriously. You have to, you are blocking your feminine energy for real when you don't allow yourself to be a receptor of love. Mm -hmm. You cannot give from an empty cup. If you do not allow someone to pour in your cup to receive love the way in all forms, then you're you're blocking your own mission. So this is the type of energy is that's what you wanted in life where... If you had an intention to, I want to be, I want to know what it feels like to be seen and loved. Yeah. So, yeah. So, also, just going back to the soulmate piece, you know, I think a lot of times we think that when we find our soulmate that they complete us, Mm. but we're already, we're already complete. And I think the reason why they, uh, let me see if I can explain this. Because I, I heard this somewhere. The reason why we feel like they make us complete is because we are we are coming across this familiar spirit again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, where have you been? Like, now I, it's this connection. Ooh. But you are already whole. It's just the feeling of this familiar spirit that you are, you know, that you that you just know. So anyway. I was going to say, I think that one of the reasons soulmates feel like they complete us even though like like Chrissy said we're already complete is because having interacted with them we they wake up a piece of us that we hadn't remembered something beautiful about us so we will relate it to when this person came into my life I realized how worthy I was I remembered how beautiful I was and we will sometimes attach it to that person instead of saying all I, all they did was awaken what already existed within you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say like sometimes we can get really twisted in these soulmate relationships, but they are just the same as the other relationships there for our transformation. Yeah, they're all for a purpose. So that's why I think sometimes it feels like this is this is the completion of me. I didn't know myself until you came around. Yeah. No, they just awoke it. They just put sunshine on it and showed it to you. It's not theirs, it's yours. 
And then I will say too, for soulmate, like companionships or relationships, it's almost like they, you feel like they are, it's a reflection of you. Yes. So if I'm, so I'm in a heterosexual relationship and I feel like my partner is a reflection of me. Not to say that we are very similar because mm. we're not. We do have some things that bring us together that we're, that connect us. But there is something in him that reflects to me that it it mirrors back who I am. And we want each other. It's like mm. we are each other's mirrors, but it's in a it's in a good way. It's in a it's in a goodness flowy way. You when know? I move, you move just like that. No, you don't. And it's not like you know pushing pushing you over the edge, like, don't, what is it, come close, because I'm close, whatever the song is, but, you know, close to the edge, mm-hmm. no, anyway, it'll come, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, probably not the name of that song, no, don't push, push me. me, that's what you're talking about, yes, I'm close mm-hmm. to the yeah. edge, that's Twin Flame, I knew the song wasn't, called, I, I didn't know what you were talking about, but I knew that's what it was, it was not called Close to the Edge, I but I, no, I didn't know the time, I, I was you. like, but you know, just the words, but no, that's like, I feel like that is Twin Flame, right Ooh, there, we're gonna have, this, so that means you guys, when we do this Twin Flame episode, some um, of you all are in those, uh, in a Twin Flame relationship, you know, it's time to let go of, I'm tired. And that's the thing. That's why we're gonna talk about it because this is this is interesting. Cause some sometimes sometimes you do have to let go. Cause all twin flame relationships experience experience separation. Um hmm, that's interesting. But we're gonna we're gonna have a very interesting conversation because child. This one is a good one. So um next week. Stay tuned. Next week. Yep. All right. What's your takeaway? You have temple work today? What's you know what? Work? I was just, no, honestly, I think it's, it might be a good time, you guys, to um, energetically, or if you don't mind putting it in your journals, um, think about some of the soulmates in your life. And um, if you are still in touch with them, tell them thank you. If not, write write a little note in, in your in your journal. It's like, man, just remind it's a, it's it's gratitude to yourself too for setting your soul contracts up so beautifully so that you've been able to experience some of those highs too. I love that. That's some nice temple work. Yeah, now I'm gonna start thinking about my relationships and mm-hmm. and honestly, I feel like some relationships just fill fill your time. <laughs> they don't. I mean, they might have served a purpose for other things, you know. But I don't know that in terms of lessons to learn. Hmm. I mean, I'm... would you say every? Because I think about no car, no phone. That was a filler. That relationship served. The only purpose it served was the the midnight <laughs> lover. No, there has to be. Well, I'm not saying there has to be. Let me. I'm. I'm. I. So this is actually a good question. That we might need to do. To do a little dive into in another episode. Is there? Do all relationships have some type of purpose in your life, or do, are there 
filler relationships. I think. Well, I know I've had some. Fillers. I gotta think about that one because I'm inclined to say my first. I'm gonna say no. Everything has a purpose and a reason, but. If I could figure out what uh, um, I mean, I want to think about what purpose is a filler. What you know what I mean? What does a filler relationship? What purpose does that show you? So anyway, no I car, think no phone. We can talk about it afterwards. No car, no phone. <laughs> that was definitely a filler relationship. What's our crystal? Ooh, the crystal. Ooh. Ooh. the crystal of this week is morganite. The element is water. It is an amazing crystal for the heart chakra. So this crystal, first of all, this this full moon energy, make sure you all are putting your crystals out. The energy will still be out there by the time this comes out. But y'all got I posted my, my crystal uh later. <laughs> you should share that. You should I share. did, I put it up, I posted oh, it. Mm-hmm. So Morganite cleanses and energizes the heart and the emotional body, and this crystal opens and clears the heart chakra and promotes promotes healing over the emotions of the heart. So if you are seeking a soulmate relationship, this crystal helps to identify the attitudes um, of past wounds and habitual relationship patterns that may be standing in the way of you finding that soul partner. So you can work with this crystal to help to get past those those obstacles. And then this crystal is a heart activating crystal, which will allow you to align closer to the loving energies of higher entities, enabling you to feel supported by spirit on the emotional level. So this is a crystal for those of you, if you are wanting to connect more with your, you know, your soul mates, because there's plural, I think this is a really great crystal to work with. And also if you feel that maybe you have some heart work that you need to focus on or tackle, mm. I think this is a really great crystal to work on. And also if you want to open up your heart, you should attend our retreat because we're going to have a cacao ceremony there with Brisa and she's going to open up your heart. So that is it for the crystal of the week yes thank you yes thank you all for listening to two queens and crystal things quickly if we forgot last month or last um episodes i just wanted to do a quick shout out for um p and for simone for um sending us some money to buy some wine Mm -hmm. supporting the podcast and the content that we are putting out there thank you so much we really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, you all enjoy the rest of your evening. Share this podcast with someone else that you think could use it. And be sure Visit to follow us. us. Go to our website, yep. twoqueensandcrystalthings.com. Bing, bing. Thank you. Light, <laughs> peace, love, love and, soul. and soul.